Good morning, it's Friday, May 5th, and this is the Daily Chirp Podcast. We're bringing you a closer look at one of our top stories along with other important things going on in our community. Today, the Bisbee City Council adopted the tentative 2023-24 fiscal budget of $87,072,248 unanimously earlier this week. Before we begin, we'd like to thank our sponsors at Lolly Automotive. Hi everyone, I'm Sean Lolly from the Lolly Automotive Group, and we've stocked up on inventory at all of our dealerships. If you've been thinking about a new car, we've got the deal for you on a new Buick, GMC, Chevrolet, Ford, Kia, Hyundai, Honda, Nissan, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. You don't have to go to Tucson or Phoenix to buy a new vehicle. We're your hometown dealer since 1995. We'll beat the big city dealers in price, and our customer service is small town dealer friendly. Come into any one of the Lolly dealerships today, or shop lollycars.com and see why nobody beats a Lolly deal. Nobody. Now some Arizona history. Did you know that Maria Urquidez was an Arizonan educator and proponent of bilingual education? She spent her life in Arizona, but influenced national educational policies. She also served in local and federal roles and received recognition and numerous awards for her educational leadership and community work. Urquidez has been referred to as the mother of bilingual education in the United States. She was inducted into the Arizona Women's Hall of Fame in 2002. Today's history is brought to you by Benson Hospital. The team at Benson Hospital is always working towards building a healthier community. For example, when the Benson Food Pantry needed a new home, they worked with them to find one, and their staff even helped them apply for grants to support the mission. You can learn more about everything they're doing for our community by following them on Facebook at facebook.com slash bensonhospital. Now our feature story. Since 1933, the Raul Castro Land Port of Entry, a 4.8-acre facility, has provided a thoroughfare for millions of people going to and coming from Mexico. Sixty years later, the second-largest port in Arizona was expanded, and now it's reached another crossroads. The Mexican and U.S. governments have decided to shift commercial traffic of semi-trucks to a second port. This will finally free Douglas from huge tractor-trailers rumbling through the city. As it stands, the existing port is not able to fully meet U.S. Customs and Border Patrol mission requirements. In its current configuration, both inbound and outbound trucks maneuver within the same undersized commercial vehicle inspection compound, which slows traffic and poses safety hazards. A group of partners, including Cochise County, the City of Douglas, Douglas Regional Economic Development Corporation, Douglas International Port Authority, Douglas Industrial Development Authority, and others, have been working to improve the border crossing experience for people and goods. They're focused on making the two-port solution a reality. The commercial port of entry will improve safety, security, and overall operations at the border. It will simultaneously reduce overcrowding and commercial truck traffic in downtown Douglas, as well as reduce queuing times for everyone trying to cross the border. The commercial port will be constructed west of Douglas within an 80-acre parcel along James Ranch Road and down to the border. Cochise County gave the land to Douglas, which then donated it to the GSA. The GSA received funding through the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law for the complete modernization of the existing Douglas Port of Entry. The funding is programmed consistent with Custom and Border Protection's five-year plan to deliver a fully functioning port as established in the spending plan submitted to Congress in February 2020. A master plan for the two Douglas ports will further define the construction, phasing, and funding needs within the $3.4 billion provided by BIL. Douglas Mayor Donald Hewish noted the Mexican government will be connecting from Mexican Federal Highway 2 north to the new port. There, the government has drafted plans and is a bit ahead of the U.S. schedule. Need to update you on the port of entry. That's moving along. 
I jokingly say at the speed of the federal government, which always isn't very fast, but nevertheless, it's moving. And that's the exciting part about it. The General uh, Service Administration, GSA, which is in charge of the project, they are moving along with uh, the environmental studies that need to go on out at the new port of entry. And they've also started them at the existing port of entry. As you may remember, we talked originally about completing the commercial port of entry before we started work on the existing Raul H. Castro port of entry. GSA is now wanting to do those simultaneously, which is exciting. So we're looking at options there. Better stated, they're looking at options with our input and with the input of CBP, which is fantastic so that we can make sure that we have the best facility in the United States of America will be right here in Douglas, Arizona. The Arizona Department of Transportation has come forth with funding to do their part of the connector road project. They're looking at where's the best placement for the road and also doing some initial environmental studies in conjunction with GSA to make sure that that happens. So it's exciting times, and I can't say that enough. The Raul H. Castro portion of it, they're also taking a look at it. They've come up with some different looks on, they need to expand what they call the footprint. So the area of which the, the port of entry will be there, they're looking at both sides. They're looking on the west side, they're looking on the east side of the existing port to see what would be best served there. We're working very closely with our counterparts in Mexico. We've initiated monthly meetings with them to make sure that our communication lines are open, that we make sure that it's, this project is beneficial to both sides. And I say that because what is good in Agua Prieta will benefit Douglas and what's good in Douglas will benefit Agua Prieta. And that's just a fact of life. You know, there's many things about uh, Douglas uh, that uh, we can change. The one thing that we can't change is that we sit on a border. And so we need to make full advantage of that and make sure it benefits the citizens of Douglas at the best that we can possibly do for them. Now what? Once the study is completed, ADOT will hold a second public meeting sometime this summer when the road location will be presented. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Prestige Family Living. Hi, this is Kylie Young with Prestige Assisted Living at Sierra Vista. Falling is one of the biggest risks to the health and well-being of older adults, as every year, 36 million seniors suffer a fall. If you're concerned about falling, either for yourself or a loved one, here at Prestige, we're holding free fall risk evaluations throughout the month of April. Our team will meet with you or a loved one and spend time going over risk factors that could exist for you to consider. To learn more, visit us online at prestigecare.com forward slash Sierra Vista. Next, a sport played on a 20 by 44 foot court with a 36 inch tall net has taken over as the fastest growing sport in the United States, pickleball. Many tennis players have made the transition, including one who made his mark at Scottsdale Community College, professional pickleball player Tyson McGuffin. Five-time pickleball Grand Slam champion Tyson McGuffin has connections to Arizona, including attending Scottsdale Community College, where he played tennis as a fighting artichoke. 
He recently came back to the Valley to throw out the first pitch at the Diamondbacks game. I think most athletes, you know, obviously uh, dream of uh, throwing out the first pitch or uh, being, in, uh, being on a stage like that. Having a past career in tennis, McGuffin became a head tennis pro and mentored players like Connor Garnett at the Yakima Tennis Club in Washington State. They now play against each other on the Pro Pickleball Tour. He's been on the tour for a lot longer than me. He sees the game in such a way. He's very studious, really does the research, and so it's very good to kind of see his, the way he takes care of everything. Many Pickleball Tour players come from the game of tennis because of the similarities of the two sports. It wasn't a difficult choice for McGuffin to make the transition to pickleball. Gladly say that I'm a pickleball junkie. Uh, I have been since 2016. Obviously was a, was a tennis lover back in the day, but that is, that is gone now. McGuffin has secured big name sponsors like Skechers and Selkirk, where he has both a signature shoe and a signature paddle. McGuffin's signature paddle is the Invicta, which he uses to play in his tournament. Uh, the sport's obviously only getting more developed. It's only getting more established. Uh, it's on TV now, and now we're having bigger brands coming in the game. Although a menace on the court, McGuffin is a family guy with a soft side. I'm a softie inside. I've got four beautiful children. My oldest son has special needs. And even though I, I may be a monster on the court, uh, I'm about as soft as they come off the court. McGuffin will be playing this weekend at the Newport Beach Shootout for the Carvana Tour in California, where he is ranked number eight in doubles and number four in singles. In Paradise Valley, Ireland Horvath, Cronkite Sports. Thanks for listening. Before we continue, a quick message from our sponsors, Ace Hardware. Hi, this is Les from Sierra Vista Ace. This is a great time to paint. Ace Stocks, Clark and Kensington, Valspar, Dunn Edwards, and our own Ace Royal Paint in interior and exterior finishes. We can computer match other brands and colors too. All the colors you can imagine, even one named Sierra Vista. Decide on the wall or room to paint, bring in a color idea, and let Ace mix your paint. Treat yourself to a new brush and roller too. Save gas, save time, shop Ace first. Sierra Vista Ace since 1981 on the corner of Fry and Highway 9. Next, an upcoming event that you should know about. Those interested in immersing themselves in the paranormal and supernatural will want to be in Tombstone this weekend for the town's first Wild West Paracon. The Paranormal Convention, which runs Friday through Saturday, features a lineup of famous paranormal investigators who will be speaking at Shefflin Hall on Saturday. Presenters include paranormal detective Greg Lawson and the Atlantic Paranormal Society West Coast's guest investigator Bridget Marquardt. For a full event schedule and investigator pricing, go to tombstoneparacon.com. Finally, today we're remembering the life of Donald Van Dien. Donald was born in Detroit, Michigan in 1946. After high school, he went on to get a degree from Olivet Nazarene University and later a master's at the University of Arizona. Donald married his wife, Joanne, in 1965. Joanne called him a gypsy because he lived in so many places before they moved to Sierra Vista in 1983. In the early 1990s, Donald suffered from a debilitating spinal condition and was told he was 5 years from a wheelchair and 10 years from bed. He proved the doctor wrong by 30 years. Donald taught at Tombstone High School for 12 years. As a history teacher, he loved teaching where history was made. He also loved traveling, and his favorite places were the Grand Canyon, London, Multnomah Falls in Oregon, and Ireland. He loved to sing, and frequently sang solos at Oasis Church of the Nazarene in Bisbee. Donald is survived by his daughters, nine grandchildren, many great-grandchildren, siblings, and in-laws. Thank you for taking a moment to celebrate and remember Donald's life.
Thanks for tuning in to the Herald Review podcast today. And remember, the Herald Review is here for you with local news you can trust. Subscribe today for unlimited access to all of our content for just $14 per month. This is less than the cost of one hour of one reporter's work on a single story. Also, want to stay up to date on what's going on? Join Neighbor, your trusted neighborhood community. Neighbor is a free online forum you can trust to connect with your community, focus on facts, and make a difference. Join the conversation. Visit nabur.myheraldreview.com. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, especially in Cochise County. Become part of the hyperlocal conversation on Cochise County's exclusive social media platform, Neighbor. That's N-A-B-U-R. Your neighbors are striking up meaningful conversations, sharing exquisite Cochise County photos, and respecting each other's views without any other social media noise. No unwanted advertising and only respectful conversations on hot community topics. That's right. Our journalism project manager can set the record straight and help answer any pressing questions about the happenings in our community. Join the conversation at myheraldreview.com slash N-A-B-U-R.